love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub. For Tuesday, February 13th, 2018, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is a week where love is supposed to be in the air. It sure is. Is it it's Valentine's? It's Valentine's. Times. I know, but I always like the people who say Valentine's. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, it's not, it's, it's not Times, T-I-M, it's Valentine's in but that, Valentine's that Day. That sounds like a Jenna-ism. Not today. Nope. <laughs> not today. Not it's not. That's like one of those words that I make sure I say correctly. All right. Uh, so let's introduce everybody. There is Drew right over there. Not only is it Valentine's Day Eve, it's also lucky number 13. I'm always happy on a day numbered 13. Why is that? I don't know. Because he's a witch. Makes me. <laughs> yeah. Makes me sense bad I'm things about you. Not superstitious. Right over there is Tanner the Millennial. I tried to get in shape for the big holiday on Wednesday and I went to the gym. And it didn't go well, and I'm just in so much pain today. It hurts everywhere, and I really regret going. So you're going to be a, a little sore Cupid? Yeah. <laughs> it usually takes more than one application yeah. of gym. I know he goes, I did the gym this weekend. I was like, I am so proud of you. Tanner with a millennial in a diaper would probably be like a really hilarious Cupid, though. <laughs> yeah, what? It kind of looks like a little Cupid with you know his little biscuits on the side. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I look like a baby, like I have a baby's body already. <laughs> All right, got to say what's up to Jenna, my head of security. I'm just gearing up for my fun Valentine's Day. I'm doing something a little bit different than everybody else, but it's know? kind of a secret. Oh, we'll get to that in just one moment. Well, he discovered the secret to getting in shape for Valentine's Day. He spent the weekend puking his guts out from food poisoning. Past Our few host, days. Zuffitz. What a good cleanse. It was, uh, I wrote, oh my God, a shout out to the uh, the flu for helping me reach my ideal weight. No moob watch for you. <laughs> yes, I'm below my moob watch. Definitely. Looking very schvelt. It's, yeah, but it, I, it's some crazy food poisoning. I, I want to say where it was, but I won't. But I can't go back there again. I yeah, can't. I mean, those those things are- I can't. They're accidental. Yeah. They, you can't hold the restaurant completely responsible for all time. I, I went know, back but, to the place that gave me food poisoning. But psychologically, it does something to yeah. you. Would you uh-huh. agree? Absolutely. Um, it's like a long time ago. I remember I spent the night at my buddy Hunter's house, and we had banana pudding, and I got so sick that night. Now I can never have banana pudding again. <laughs> That's a That's sad a life to not have banana pudding. Mm-hmm. I know. Psychologically, it, it, it's, it did something to Especially me. Especially when Grandma puts the little chunks of banana in it. Oh, so good. Sorry, Fitz. <laughs> you know what that is not nice it's crazy when uh, my older brother Brady a long time ago he fell and hit his head on the ice at the mm-hmm. Galleria in Dallas and uh, um, after that he had like corny dogs and then he, uh, he obviously when he hit his head he had a severe concussion uh-huh. he started throwing up now he can't eat corny dogs anymore well that's also a shame it's yeah. so bizarre right what's he yeah. doing at the fair 
I don't know, Drew. Eat something else. Yeah. <laughs> Cotton candy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, just crazy food poisoning. Tanner the Millennial's kitty cat Chester passed away. We'll talk about that yeah. today. Oh, that made me cry know, when he told so me that. I know, so sad. Yeah. It's so weird. I mean, are you going to sue the doctor who said he just had a thyroid problem? Like I, last I'm week? I'm thinking about it. The, I just took him to the doctor three weeks ago. And yeah, he and he said, said he had fine. a thyroid problem. Yeah. He has hyperthyroidism, and that was the only issue. And, and then, then he drops, he drops, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he drops while we were out of town. Right. Yeah. And it's just really it's Sounds really like sad. you got a malpractice case on your hands. Well, yeah. Veterinary malpractice? Yeah. <laughs> it's still a little raw to me, guys. I know. We are not laughing about your sweet kitty. Yes, they are. No, and remember, no, all not. the ducks no, that not. have died in my life, the goats that have died, they're going to laugh at you, so be prepared. Oh, I'm not looking forward Here to Here comes that. a song. Stop. <laughs> that is not true. We'll we're not crying We're here. not going to make fun of that sweet little baby. He's in a beautiful place mm-hmm. right now. All right? You should know that. Well, thank you. All right, then. Um, He's with but, my but obviously he had something else other than the the thyroid thing. Yeah, they they didn't catch that. <laughs> okay, can we? Do, all right, <laughs> I have don't a, know. No, I, we'll so we'll be right back. It's going to be a crazy show today. <laughs> Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now, now the Fit Show's world famous "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories of the day. How's everybody doing today? Everybody good? Yeah. All right, then. All right, then. Had a little food poisoning myself. Whew. You look good, though. Yeah, man. I feel good. Tightened up some of the places I needed to tighten up. Yeah, you're looking very yeah. skinny. Well, you must you. introduce me to your chef. So oh, I'm I will. Food poisoning. Everybody's like, Fitz, where'd you go? Who gave you the food poisoning? Well, if message me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. If you don't mind, folks, I'm going to take you out of our friendly skies naked and afraid. Everybody get ready to fasten your seatbelts. That's all I'm saying. An Alaska Airlines flight to Seattle was forced to return to Anchorage after a passenger locked himself in the bathroom and he took off all his clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is in itself a feat in those little tiny bathrooms. (laughs) Right. It's like Cirque du Soleil right there or something. (laughs) How do they do that? An acrobat. Anyway, um, they refused to follow crew instructions and... um, one of the passengers said she knew something was wrong because the flight attendants kept going back and forth in the aisles and had to put on rubber gloves. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I, I have no idea why. But uh, no emergency was declared. But the decision was made to return to Anchorage. An Alaskan Airlines spokesman said um, that the FBI met the plane when it landed shortly after 3 a.m. I imagine some of those people are pretty ticked off, you think? Yeah. My heart goes out to this guy because I flew a few weeks ago and my honey broke in my seat and it went all over the place. Yes. And mm-hmm. I had. You don't get naked on the flight. Yeah, plastic you plastic just... gloves and things on my iPad and I got stressed out and went back to the quarters, you know, where those little flight attendants are. I get it. You get stressed out. So what? You got honey all over your seat, then you went back to where the flight attendants are and stayed in their area? Yeah, so they could help You're me clean it out. to do that. Why? Because I didn't know what else to do and I got stressed out and had an anxiety attack. I know. You know what? You're going to be right on the no-fly list. Yeah. Yeah. What? I, I, I actually put an application in to get her on the no-fly list after that incident. <laughs> Good Lord. Why are so people I feel get, bad for this guy. Why are people getting so crazy on airplanes? Like, I feel like That's they a great made question. up the what-are-you-kidding-me stories lately. I, I feel like things have... A, I feel like the craziness in the skies 
has definitely increased. I, I think the volume of flight and then the way it, it's less about a luxury now and it's more of a cattle call. Yes. Like they cram you and they shove you down. They get moving. It's fast. It's, it's all about the money. Get off. Yeah. It's all about the money, money, money. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of New York. We got a poo-poo sniper. Oh, boy. So uh, there's a New York billionaire who says that he's not going to pay his $90,000 school tax bill until officials in the Finger Lakes town of South Bristol find a way to control the geese that have turned his lawn into a minefield of poop. (laughs) He's tried stringing a fishing line, spraying smelly repellent, even... Posting a wolf decoy, even popping firecrackers like uh, um, Terms of... What is that one? Terms of Endearment? It's not Terms of Endearment. It's... Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. Still Magnolias. Okay. They put a wolf up in there yet? No, no. They, they pop firecrackers in the trees. Oh, okay. You know what? To I, scare the birds. I feel for this dude because when I was in high school, when I had to go do P.E., uh, there's geese that pooped all over the field and all outside, and when people were falling playing these games in PE, they're covered in geese. Isn't that poop just kind of disgusting? A, it's a breeding ground of disease and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Bird all this guy flu. needs is a dog. Simple solution: get himself a sweet had, little they, golden retriever, run around the yard barking at the geese. They had a wolf decoy; it didn't work out. A decoy, <laughs> not a real dog. Decoys don't bark and run around. All right, then there you go. Sounds like you've had. Sounds like you've been a victim of poop before. <laughs> no goose in my yard. <laughs> There you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. Hey, everybody. What's up? Uh, Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Got to say welcome to all the P1s checking out the show today. There's Drew, Tanner the Millennial, and Jenna, my head of security. We've uh, uh, we've had a death on the show because Tanner the Millennial, you've heard our 21-year-old Tanner the Millennial talking about his sweet little cat, Chester. Uh, who was a, a really, really old kitty. How old was yeah. Chester? Uh, he was 15. 15 years old. And um, recently, Tanner the Millennial just went to a little doggy doctor, and the doggy doctor said, hey, everything's <laughs> fine. It's just got a little thyroid issue. And then all of a sudden, kitty cat drops dead. Just a couple of days after that. Yeah. It was actually and that about so- a week. Uh, they said he has had hyperthyroidism. And then when, we, when my mom took him back because we were out of town, uh, he had... Tumors, actually, all over. And, did, and, you, and you said, by the way, the little kitty cat tumors came up real quick, right? Yeah, it, it was just a matter of a week or two. It was and this so is sudden. literally right after he went to the doctor. Right. So anyway, it's really hard on you because you've had Chester for how long? Since I was seven. Oh. See, Since sweet I was kitty seven cat. years that, old. That's he's tough. Been, he's been my best friend for as long as I can remember, and he's been my rock through everything. So it's well, gonna be he really still weird. is your best friend, I believe, because uh, on the show, you know, we, we, we do a segment called So Long, Pal. Where mm-hmm. we uh, just send the little critters into the into the uh, next dimension, so we're gonna do the same with your. We, we, we won't do it today. We'll let you okay. you know prepare something for. So we love Chester. Yeah, and we Chester do. is always with you. You should know that. Thank you. Chester I, will always be with I, you. Man. I appreciate that because this is like the first time I've actually truly dealt with an animal passing or really anyone close to me. Passing. And listen, and it's not just an animal. I I completely. No, and believe it. I mean that your little animal is a family member, and uh, mm-hmm. s- s- you know the the sweet Lord's taking care of him right now. Mm-hmm. Right, we're all stardust. Chester stardust. You're stardust. We're all a we're all a piece of a beautiful, magnificent power. Yes, we are. And that's where Chester is. Well, thanks. Man. And if you don't mind, I'd like to just do something for Chester right now. Hang on, testing, testing. I didn't do a dress rehearsal, but I just want to do a little something for the okay. for Chester. 
Go ahead. Have you started yet? Feel Chester scolding you from his grave. I have no idea what that had to do over Chester. Well, and I think we should mention that Drew- this is available for pet funerals. He will sing at your pet funeral. You know, give me a call. We'll discuss rates. We, well, we, we rate on a sliding scale. I do a couple. I do, um, obviously, Ave Maria for pet yes. funerals. I like to perform Wind Beneath My Wings. Mm-hmm. That's I, an important one. A uh, bunch of kitty cats love I could only imagine. Right. Don't go I chasing could- waterfalls. And TLC, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Okay, real quick. If you're planning on getting married tomorrow, you know, Valentine's Day, little spoiler alert, a new study out of Australia says couples who get married on Valentine's Day are 37% more likely to wind up getting divorced. (gasps) And apparently it usually happens pretty quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 45% less likely than other couples to make it to three years. And I think it's because a lot of people rush into Valentine's weddings. You know, they want the chance to marry on a special day. Oh. And they think it could lead to, you know... <laughs> uh, uh, more special things. More special things. And, <laughs> and actually what it does is, it's like, oh my gosh, you have Trivializes this. it. It trivializes it. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're getting married tomorrow... Don't do m- it. Maybe postpone it and say that you're waiting on the chocolates. <laughs> I'm I mean, on those chocolates. we can't get married tomorrow because we're waiting on chocolates. All right, then. So, anyway, uh, hey, Drew, what's up with you? Choose your news. Denver, Colorado may be the first state in the union to have a quote marijuana spa. Uh-oh. All the applications are in. Uh, the CEO and founder, Cindy Sovine, says this will be a place uh, for relaxation and meditation. They'll have things like uh, uh, ganja yoga and cannabis uh, medicines and cannabis uh uh, makeup and cosmetics and all this makeup? stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and what it does, it actually, the reason she's opening this is it answers the need for places that it's legal to consume. So this is actually the law, the, uh, the license they're going after is uh, uh, cannabis consumption And hang locations. in as you're speaking about this right now, Drew, you can't get in until June of 2076. <laughs> yeah. People are trying what? to book their appointments right now. At yeah. this point, the uh, the applications are in and they're waiting for approval, so it's not cleared yet, but it will be uh, in this beautiful old mansion that's in the Capitol Hill district of Denver. Uh, so, you Can know, you see the mountains? It'll be the first. Yeah, you can see the mountains everywhere in Denver. It'll <laughs> be the first the one of its type it's not, everywhere in the nation. It's not true. Denver. 
It's on a you, plateau. You, you look west to see the mountains. Anything east of Denver is completely flat like the state of Texas, my right, friend. Right, but when you look around, mm. you're not obscured from the mountains. I, I, what I'm asking, is it facing west? Does it have a good mountain view? Oh, that I don't know. <laughs> you don't know Denver! <laughs> <laughs> All right, look at us arguing about the, uh, the marijuana spa. Yeah. Very trivial. We, we both need yeah. to chill out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next weekend? <laughs> All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. A fifth grade teacher in Superior, Nebraska, is saying, hey, we want to get rid of field trips because they would much rather put virtual reality headsets on all of their kids so they can go on these virtual reality field trips to different zoos all okay, across the world. Okay, you know what this is? This is, this is the wussification of America. Are you yes. Serious? Yes, because they're not wanting to fund the field trips because that's revenue, so they want to save the money. Put all the kids in these little weird helmets and headsets where they're seeing all this virtual reality you know, tours around the entire world and visiting yeah, the zoo. You no, know, do you remember field trip yeah. day? It was like, we're going to go on a field trip. We're going to get on the bus and we're going to go somewhere we've never been before and go. Now you're going to be like, oh, kids, you're freaking- go in this little room and it's going to be dark. We're going to put on these headsets. It's going to be special. Yeah, we're going to put on the, the Star Wars helmet <laughs> thingies and we're going to go take you a got- trip to Argentina. <laughs> you guys are forgetting the main purpose of these field trips to uh-huh. learn about animals and for the educational value. And they might be able to you know, get some more education out of putting these virtual reality How's that going to help them when they don't have any social skills? What yeah. about getting on the bus, riding the school bus, having peanut butter and jelly with all your class members, walking around nature, looking at the squirrels? Yeah. What I want to know is they still have to get someone's unemployed uncle to chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Live. It happens. Everybody, everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Happy Tuesday. Um, I wanted to bring my wife into the studio today. That's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Hey. Uh, because we're about to talk about sex in the city. And even if you're not a sex in the city fan, okay, uh, I want to tell you that there's there's some drama going on. There's a big old cat fight going on between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker from um, Sex in the City. Now, I have... I don't know if I had any idea that there was um, really you didn't? this this feud going on this. for years. Yeah, it was really sad because I was a huge fan of the show. So years ago, I mean, we really started getting the rumblings that the entire cast didn't really get along, and then it started coming out that it wasn't the entire cast. It was basically the three against Kim Cattrall. So it was SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker. It was the Kristen Davis, the girl that plays Charlotte, and then um, the girl that plays Miranda is Cynthia Nixon. It was all three of those against Kim Cattrall. Supposedly, and why do you think that is? Who was obviously the problem in that well, situation? I think, I think this is what had happened because if you really think about it, and I'm going to try to say this quickly, but I mean, Take Kim Cattrall right. and Sarah Jessica Parker were the only stars, mm-hmm. the two people that mm-hmm. came to the show yeah. with something, with okay. some credentials, with you some get what history, I'm saying? with right. some history. And so SJP, kind of, since she was kind of the lead role, she um, kind of started getting some extra bonuses. Like for instance, she never had to appear nude. Sarah, I mean, I'm sorry, Kim Cattrall with Samantha Jones, of course, is the sex pot of the show. So, of course, she is appearing more risque than a lot of other people. She didn't like that. Didn't Sarah Jessica Parker make more money, too? Yes. She also made more money, and Kim didn't like that. She also got a producer's, a little assistant producer's uh, title title at the end of the show. Kim Cattrall wanted that. She didn't get it. And basically, then it started getting to the point where it was almost like SJP kind of got... 
um, in with um, the other two before Kim Cattrall. It was almost like they ganged up on her, like mean girls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they said that Kim Cattrall would spend a lot of her time off, you know, offset, spend a lot of her time in her trailer just crying because it was like these girls were just mean to her. And, and it's interesting. I've always heard for the longest time that I thought that Kim Cattrall was uh, her perception well, was that always, she was the diva. They said right? that she was the diva, but she's oh, come out and she, said she'd like held out with one of the movies or something, right? Well, that's yes, what they when said. when she got blamed for being uh, the one keeping the movie from being made in the first place, right? Wow. But she said that that was not the case. Even this third movie that they've talked about, and now she, Kim has said no, and they said, oh, well, now we're, uh, no, it's not happening, it's over, we're, we're really disappointed, it's all Kim's fault. Kim said that after the second movie, she decided, she made a conscious decision at that point, and she said, I remember saying, this, it's over. And so whenever they called her and said, do you want to be in the third movie, she said, thank you for the opportunity, but no. And she oh. said, look, she said, I played this role. I played it greatly. And she said, I passed the finish line, way past the finish line. You know, we went on with a series and did movies. She said, so maybe it's another time. And maybe it's time for someone else to play Samantha Jones, maybe an African-American Samantha Jones or a Hispanic Samantha Jones. Like she was like, but I'm done with the role. And she said, that's why I, I and passed. And then Kim Cattrall's uh, brother recently passed away. And I guess Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, tweeted her condolences. And Kim Cattrall tweets her, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time. You are not my friend. You have never been my friend. Quit trying to get uh, uh, publicity from my my tragedy. tragedy." And she said, and trying to get back to your nice girl image. All right. There you go. That sums up the Sex and the City stuff, in case you didn't know. Welcome to the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Stand by for The Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Why did Matthew McConaughey take out a full-page ad in the newspaper? Well, I'm going to tell you why next. Drew is standing by with a Tuesday reality check. The Winter Olympics are fully underway. Uh, Of course, they started at the very end of last week. I want to give you a little quick metal rundown on how we're doing and how how it's all going. So right now, and and by the way, this is up to the minute of what I have. The Olympics are going on, so this is subject to change. It's probably changing as we speak. Uh, Norway is in the lead with nine medals, uh, doing very well. Uh, About three countries struggling for a second, kind of battling Germany, the Netherlands, uh, and Canada, actually, are all right there in second place. Coming in right behind them is the U.S. We're trailing. We're underperforming just a little bit. Man, that's because we need more snow. Yes. <laughs> if we you need more snow. Listen to the countries that are ahead of us. These are countries that have a lot of snow. They're yeah. predominantly wintry countries. Uh, and so these are the type of events they do a lot of and they excel are, at. Are we beating the United Korea? Yes, we well, are. Good. Uh, in yeah. fact, That's all that counts. That's all that matters right now. <laughs> uh, I okay. believe at this point they only have one uh, medal so far. Now, interesting note, the U.S. Th- – I didn't know this. The U.S. did uh, have an athlete hold out and win the silver in the men's luge, men's single luge. Yes. First time the U.S. has ever medaled in that event. I what didn't a, know that. What about the people uh, – uh, who, who get the big kettlebell and they push it across with those little sticks. What's that thing called? That is called curling. Yeah, yeah how are they curling. doing? 
Uh, I don't. We haven't meddled in it yet, but okay. uh, there's actually a l- little bit of curling news out there because there's a Russian curler, uh, a female Russian curler, that the world is going gaga over because she looks like a supermodel. I've actually heard that the ratings are, are, are down big time because everybody's saying we miss Bob Costas. Yeah, everybody's oh, saying it's not the same without Bob Costas. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. One quick thing: I know a 17 year old guy from the U.S. won the gold medal for snowboarding slope style. And after, oh yeah, after he won, he started cussing on live TV, yeah. and oh. people were really mad yeah. at him for that. Yeah. Keep it classy, America. Keep it classy. Stay classy. <laughs> uh, all right. Keep uh, keep us updated yep. on that, by the I'll way. I'll let you know. What else is going on? Uh, so most of us don't realize this. There was another brief government shutdown on Friday. It actually only lasted a couple of hours, which is why we didn't hear about it. Um, the Congress managed to agree upon a spending budget, and President Trump signed it into uh, into effect, I believe, at like 5 in the morning, Friday morning, which, wow. which ended a very brief, just kind of overnight uh, uh, government shutdown again. But it did actually happen for a couple of hours at least uh more government news the hey by the way did you hear the uh the president he he schedules what he calls executive time uh all the way till 11 a.m he, he so he doesn't really start officially his meetings really? or anything like that until 11 a.m everybody's like so what what, what does he do until 11 a.m yeah you know <laughs> that's so funny just taking that extra time to get ready in front of the mirror that's right Nothing wrong with that. Make himself look pretty. Uh, So the president's daughter-in-law, the wife of Donald Trump Jr., Vanessa, was rushed to the hospital on Sunday after opening an envelope addressed to Donald Trump Jr. And when she opened it, a bunch of white powder oh came God. spilling out of the envelope. So oh she God. was rushed to the hospital as a precaution. This goes back to uh, you know concerns we had back right after 9-11 when uh, anthrax was being mailed around a few places. So there was some concern that I believe it all checked out and everything went okay. There was no actual threat there, but they all always right. checked it out. Thank you for that, Drew. There you go. That's the Tuesday reality check on the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending right now. Um, Fifty Shades Freed. The latest chapter in the series opened with $137 million in the glo- in global ticket sales. $137 million. Everybody was making fun of Fifty Shades. I said, it's a beautiful movie. It's artistic and it's wonderful. Drew, our movie, our, our resident <laughs> movie guy on the show, mm-hmm. he hated Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. But hey, Drew... All I got to say is these numbers don't lie. But you have to remember what I said was, I know you're going to go see it if you're into the series, so yes. I'm not telling you not to go see it if you're a fan. I'm just telling you, don't go see it if, you, if you're if you not a fan. That's what I said. The ladies love this series. I love this series. I, I do don't go to the movie theaters with some of my friends. Like <laughs> I don't go to them theaters, man. Well, some of my friends like make kind of an event where like Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, and then Fifty Shades Darker came out, and like all the ladies mm-hmm. would go, and they'd have cocktails. Yes. I found that to be kind of weird for me to be like watching that movie with all all my you know, Why? friends. What's wrong that's, with that? That's what my girlfriend and I are doing on Valentine's well, Day. Well, that's yeah. you too, but that's not you and a whole bunch of friends you going to marathon. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I, I bet there are. No, theaters. you should watch all the movies as well. Oh, yes, Let's yes, look that yes. up. I bet theaters are doing like a marathon on Valentine's Day. Of that's all a three good movies. idea. That'd mm-hmm. be a fun radio promotion. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get it done by tomorrow. In case anybody out there uh, wants to take it and run with it, come on. Go for it. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on. Let's see. Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. So my fellow Texan, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Um, a lot of people have congratulated uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Nick Foles on his stunning Super Bowl victory over the New England Patriots. But Matthew McConaughey took out a full-page ad in the newspaper to do it. And uh, uh, he wanted to congratulate his fellow Austin, Texas native properly. 
So he purchased this, this massive full-page in Sunday's Austin American Statesman to say, from one local to another, congratulations, Nick Foles. Just all keep right, living. Right. Just keep living. Man, he's so cool. That's a he's cool, so cool. That's a gesture that's a little bit of a throwback. Remember, that used to be a big thing when someone yeah. would pick out a full-page ad in the paper. Now yes. everyone's like, where do you get a newspaper at? Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool, though, to still cool be that cool and original. Yeah, but to come out on, excuse me. I don't know why I was chewing my ice right there. <laughs> but for that to come out on Sunday, you guys, yeah. in Austin. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Probably probably a pretty penny for a Matthew McConaughey. All right, let's get to the bad. Apparently, Omarosa had to be hospitalized last Saturday after she had an asthma attack while doing a Big Brother stunt where she had to bowl after spinning around and getting dizzy, which is always crazy to do in the first place. I can't even say it. You should be so proud of yourself. Great job. Thanks, guys. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> you okay? Don't die. At this point, it's really, really difficult to breathe. I knew that I was in trouble with my asthma. Drama queen or is it legit situation? So you, you just never know with Amarosa. You never know with reality TV, but I, I do like that they basically use the music from the Halloween movies. Yeah. Now, this was bowling, correct? Yeah. But then I they made her lift it up. And, attack, you know, and they bowling. spin you around. You, now, you hold spin on. around a whole bunch so you can't Any, stand up straight. People who have serious asthma, anything can trigger it. Mm-hmm. Like anything. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know if she has serious asthma, so I can't right. yeah. speculate. All right, finally, to the gossip we go. Carrie Underwood recently posted a photo showing only the right side of her face. Mm-hmm. The left side is still healing from last year's fall whenever she got stitches. Had to get over 50 stitches, and people are still wondering, wow, how bad was this injury? And I just want to say to Carrie... It's so sad that she's that she feels she needs to hide her face. Right. Yeah, I think her fans will support her no matter what. No matter if what, there's a big scar. Anything. Of course, scars we love you, are Carrie. sexy though. It's like yes, look, they at, are. I fell on my face, smashed it, and I lived. Like everybody likes a good story. Happens <laughs> live. live. This come on is why today doesn't suck. Yes, for Tuesday, February 13th, 2018. All these things have happened on this day. So let me get to uh, some uh, celebrity birthdays real quick. Prince Michael Jackson is 21. Is that Blanket or is that another one? No, that's a different one. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they call him I Blanket. Blanket. I Man, could I, could, I don't know, but the 21, well, I, seems like those kids were just being born the other day, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. How's Quilt doing? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I follow Duvet on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Who, the second you know he named that kid blanket, somebody should have started saying, "Okay, red flag." Red flag. <laughs> yeah. You really think that was the first red flag? Well, I want to. No. I want to point out one thing. Drew said it feels like those kids were just born yesterday. Yeah. Me and him are the same age. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Prince Michael Jackson and Tanner the Millennial are the same age. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. You know what? Get out of the studio. All right, I'm out. Yeah. Get, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> Um, let's see. Mina Savari is 39 years old today. Oh. American uh, Pie. P- uh, American Beauty as well. Yep. Um, Randy Moss, retired NFL wide receiver, turns 41. Jerry Springer is 74 years old wow. today. Wow. He's 74? Yeah. You know, he was actually the mayor of Cincinnati. That is correct. At one time. Chuck Yeager, amazing and fearless test pilot, turns 95 today. First man to ever break the sound barrier. Yeah. Have you seen that movie called The Right Stuff? Of course I have. Gosh, it's, if, if you've never seen the movie The Right Stuff, it's such a great movie. Writing it down. Okay, you do that. <laughs> um, 40 years ago, 
on this day in 1978. That's the year I was born, by the way. Al Green Day was declared in Los Angeles. Come on. This is another one of my karaoke jams right here, if y'all don't mind. Come on with that. Why somebody... Are you a Marvin Gaye guy or an Al Green guy? Man, I'm straight up Al Green. I like Marvin Gaye, too. Whatever. Why are you asking me those questions right now? I don't know. I was just curious. Stressing me out. (laughs) He's always stressing me out. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my gosh. It was 31 years ago on this day, 1987. The movie Mannequin was released. You guys remember this song? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Man, my mom loves this song. Speaking of Kim Cattrall. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about her uh, earlier in the show. She's fighting with Sarah Jessica Parker from Sex and the City. Jenna, you have literally never heard this song in your life, have you? I've heard this song, but now it makes me wonder what this movie's actually about. It's about a mannequin. It's about mannequins. Right there in the title. Is anybody in love with the mannequins? Yes. Yes. That's creepy. What? Like you've never never been in love with a mannequin before? We all know you have. All right, hey, I'm going to wrap it up with this. Let's go. Let's skip to the Tim McGraw real quick. Okay. You guys, this song, Live Like You Were Dying, won twice on this day during the 47th Annual Grammy Awards at Los Angeles Staples Center. And uh, Tim McGraw claimed best male country vocal performance in the year 2002. I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named it happens live. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Welcome to Tuesday, what I consider one of the toughest days of the week, okay? Mm-hmm. But um, I do have a job to do, and that's report the news that did not make the news. And this could consume, this one story could consume this segment. Okay. Because I have a feeling we might get in a little debate. I'm going to take you out of. Florida, scarred for life. Let me get my my music ready to support this segment. I'm going to talk about a 21-year-old from Florida who tried to bring her emotional support hamster on a flight back in November. And the airlines told her that she couldn't do it. So, apparently she flushed her hamster down the toilet at the airport. What? And she said that the flight attendants told her that that would be an alternative. Just flush it. And so, she was trying to get on the plane. Obviously, she didn't need that much emotional support. Right. Who's supporting that hamster? How dare and they? Now, and now she's thinking about suing um, Spirit Airlines because she says an airline rep, again, told her to flush the hamster. Now, here's what I want to know is... Is there such thing as an emotional support hamster? And I, I actually heard that several congressmen are trying to s- fight people trying to sneak on you know, their animals saying they're for emotional support. Yeah, okay. some lady tried to bring a peacock on or something there's, uh, um, a couple weeks ago. There's a few issues in this story. A, an emotional hamster. B, that the person told her to do it. And C, that she carried it out. Like, not, there's oh yeah, so it's many not li- an emotional hamster. <laughs> 
It, it is not anymore. It's not. doesn't cry. It, I know, emotional emotion. support. Hamster. Yeah, I get that part. I just left that word you out. You know what? very important even word. though you guys laugh at it's a hamster i'm yeah. sure she had some kind of emotional bond it doesn't matter if it's a hamster doesn't matter if it's mm-hmm. a cat doesn't matter what it is if she had an emotional support animal no matter what it is if it helped her get on that flight and it helps her in her day-to-day life that's okay i'm and actually trying to find the original story right now someone told her to flush it though and she carried it out so like yeah. who she must- is she she's a monster did she hesitate for <laughs> that's a what bit? she is but, but but she was going through a very stressful time i oh, don't oh, care oh my gosh I, I i remember part of the story now she was actually like going overseas to have a growth like benign tumor removed from her neck and she wanted the little uh, hamster on the plane with her because she was nervous. That was I'm not kidding. You can check it out. Okay, now that changes the story a lot because you have... Uh, a companion. Uh, well, no, bringing uh, undocumented animals into foreign countries. You can't get through customs with an animal. You have to have a lot of paperwork ahead of time. And they probably don't allow rodents. But why wouldn't she call somebody and say, Hey, I Wait can't leave this rodent. It can't come with me. So I'm going to leave it at the airport and you go pick it up. This rodent, to you, Drew... Could have been very important on you know the recovery uh, that she was going through with the, getting the thing removed from her neck. I'm How not doubting you. that. <laughs> and then they made her flush it. Did the I'm, hamster I'm, have a little vest, like an emotional support No, vest? no, no, no. But so that's where she went wrong. She did say that an employee told her, you're going to have to flush it. That's jacked up. So you They're know, all murderers. What? All of them are? They're all murderers. Okay. All right. Well... You know what? I'm probably going to give you guys a follow-up on this because I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep at night. <laughs> Me either. You make the call. Special pet little uh, hamster, emotional support pet or, or not. Or just a regular rodent. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So check this out. Disneyland opened early last Wednesday so that a very special guest could ride the iconic Space Mountain one last time. Any of you guys ride Space Mountain? Yes, I love Space Mountain. Tell me what Space Ma- Mountain is like as a ride. Uh, so it's very, you know, you get this really cool vibe like you're going into the spaceship when you're waiting in line. It's all enclosed. And wow. then you get in the car okay, and it launches you out of the station and it goes pitch black. And you're riding a roller coaster in pitch black with like flashes of light and there's like and it's a big going one? by. Yeah, it's very big. It's all oh. indoors. It's pitch black. It's very cool. I would hate that. No, Me too. Awesome. <laughs> I have anxiety the whole time. So check this out. Disneyland employees uh, and, and a bunch of cast members welcomed 87-year-old Bill Watkins to the park and allowed him and a friend to take a private ride on the classic roller coaster. Keep in mind, it's the Space Mountain creator, the designer. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, uh, he is the man who designed Space Mountain more than 40 years ago. And Watkins' neighbor, 29-year-old Kyle King, couldn't believe it when he found out that the creator of his all-time favorite ride was living in his condo development. And the two struck up a friendship over their common love of the roller coasters. So one day, Watkins mentioned that he hadn't been on the ride in 13 years, and that's all King needed to hear. And he contacted Disneyland and arranged for a private ride. Again, the creator of Space Mountain, 87-year-old Bill Watkins. And here's what's pretty amazing. We actually have audio of... uh, 87-year-old Bill Watkins taking this uh, very, very emotional ride. Oh. I haven't heard of it. Oh. <laughs> what? Excuse me. <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was the audio. Okay, yeah, that was the audio of him. Oh. Um, go, I mean, obviously, 87 Is he years. okay after the ride? <laughs> 
doesn't sound good. Uh, by the way, he, he walks with a cane, sometimes need a wheelchair to get around, but um, he said it was going to be the last time on the ride, and uh, he just had a heck of a time, as you could hear, his excitement, right? <laughs> Sounds really excited, Fitz. <laughs> and again, that was the last time that uh, he wrote it. <laughs> and there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fitz Show. New year, new Fitz. This is The Fitz Show. 2018. Fitz happens live. Live. <laughs> Hey, you cool cats. Welcome to the Fit Show. Happy Fat Tuesday. Uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, I want to tell you what Fat Tuesday is all about, in case you didn't know what Fat Tuesday is. Um, and we have a bunch of people hanging out, my friends and family here today, Drew, Tanner, the Millennial, there's Jenna, my head of security, and of course, my wife, Bethany, the mouth from the South, and she is from Louisiana, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, real quick, what exactly is Fat Tuesday? Fat Tuesday. For people who don't know. Fat Tuesday is the beginning of Lent, so it's the end of Mardi Gras. So on Fat Tuesday, like, you know, okay, base, so what? <laughs> everyone's doing the last Mardi Gras parade, the last beads are being thrown, and at the end of the day, on Fat Tuesday, the cops in New Orleans, they are lining the streets, and you better get out. <laughs> like, they are ready. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So yes. you've had enough of this, That's get right. out. They're like, okay, you know what? It's mid, get out. <laughs> I've actually been to Mardi Gras three times, and um, I, I see things that I never thought were, were possible yes. to see with human eyes it's when you're down there. basically, okay, so no one really you realizes know? that Mardi Gras is, is kind of something that is pertinent to the Catholic faith. Okay. So Mardi Gras is the party, the celebration, before you give something up for Lent, which is the time in the Bible when Jesus walks through the desert for 40 nights and 40 days without food or water. And so you give something up symbolically for Christ's okay. uh, journey or whatever, you know, and he gave up something. So, and then at the end of that is Easter. And then you get fat on Fat Tuesday because you, you haven't been eaten? No. You oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like sort of a cheat. So before you're going to give something up, you're going to get it all in. You're going yeah. to double down, triple down on everything. Everyone goes crazy you, for Mardi Gras, and then Lent starts. you got to give something up. So Okay, so so basically you, you get everything in your system, and then you... Yeah, you have a, just a party before the, you know, the, the, the time when you got to give something up and be good for so 40 days. So on, on Wednesday, tomorrow... Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday... You're supposed to uh, make Go a sacrifice and, and give up something? Well, you do it for 40 days. So for okay. 40 wow. days, for Lent, you give up something, whether it be, okay, I'm not going to drink Cokes for 40 days. Would you like or, me to give up something? I mean, well, you're I'm pretty Catholic, much all... Huh? You're not Catholic, but oh, no, if I'm you'd just, like I'm to... Just, I'm just all denominational, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, what do you want me to do? All denominational. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, give something up. I mean, what it's an easy like... way to get rid of a habit, that's for sure. As uh, my lovely wife, would you like for me to give up something? Um, Anybody in the studio? I, would you like for me to give something I up? Yeah, it. yeah. You in the back of the room, please. Spinach feta wraps. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> or hint water. Oh, Why? Those are something? all. Those are all like very nutritious. That's like healthy what about stuff. Starbucks so period. Yes. Oh, oh the company would crumble without him. Right. <laughs> yeah, the the stocks would drop. Starbucks has just lost two hundred thousand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell you what, that would be a tough one to give up. Yeah. Starbucks. I bet you couldn't do it. Do you think he could do it? Consumption thing, or could he give up? Could I say like he has to give up those beanie hats he wears? No, no. I mean, it can be anything. Hey, I will give up my beanie hats when you take off your uh, eighty-year-old papa shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not not Catholic either. Or or flannels. (laughs) Yeah. Give up your flannels. But I'd freeze to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, well, thank you for explaining that to us. Yeah. Uh, the whole you know Fat Tuesday. And, and then 40 days, 40 nights, you got to give something up for Lent. And okay. then it's Easter. And everything is born again and renewed. And- wow. This is The Fit Show. This is the Millennials. Fit saves everyone. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is Fitz versus the Millennial. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, please play along with us. It is very, very important. Now, Drew, how do we play this game? Uh, We ask a series of questions to Fitz. I'm going to ask questions about the Millennial world, their high-speed, low-drag lifestyle of changing technology. And avocados. And avocados. And for Tanner, the Millennial, we're going to see what Millennials know about the rest of us, about the real, solid, old-world knowledge and important information that, that everybody should know. Yes, everyone That's should right. know these. All right, I beat you last week, so I'm feeling good. You did he, not. Did yeah, you did? no, he came off a win. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, first one of the I'm year. First and good. only one of the year. Proud of that. I am. Trust me. You might be feeling good. You ain't looking good. <laughs> hey! hey, what's up with that? <laughs> oh, no excuse for that. And I know. I uh, I should also mention that we we make up the rules, like, and we change up the rules every single game. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Just to get you to scream at your radios and stuff like that. <laughs> All right. So, since Tanner is coming off a win, he gets the first question. Tanner, it is a huge honor for fashion houses to get to design the outfits for their nation's Olympic team. Armani dressed the Italian team, and this polo designer did the U.S. team's outfits this year. Why don't you give it away? Everybody doesn't know Goodness gracious. Everyone should know this. This Uh, Ralph Lauren? Yes! Yeah. Guessing win! I can't believe it. I'm actually surprised. Oh, gee, because you gave him the answer? Because he said polo like five My times. That's how hard you had to think about it. All right, Fitz, here we go. So ridiculous. <laughs> Logan Paul's career on YouTube is probably over due to his very poor choices and actions. Hopefully his uh, uh, internet celebrity brother can avoid the same issues. Can you name Logan Paul's brother, who is also a YouTube celebrity? Oh, I didn't know he has a brother. Uh-oh. So there's Logan Paul, and then there's Leo Paul. That is incorrect. Tanner, do you have a steal on this? I do. That would be Jake Paul. Jake Paul is correct for a point. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. New year, new me, Fitz. Uh (laughs) Hey, Fitz, you know what? You could get it all back in this next question if he doesn't get it right. What? How? He can make up rules. No, this this is a (laughs) two-pointer. What? Are you kidding me? You heard the guy. Why, why, why are you wanting to mess up the game for? That's right. Uh, Tanner, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker are now in a major public feud, but they once played close friends on this show running from 1998 to 2004. That is not the question, because the answer to that is Sex in the City. The question is, name each of their characters. Oh, snap. Uh, it's for, oh, for it's Tanner for first. Uh, would it be Rosie and... Charlotte. That is incorrect. Now you said this for two points? Two right. points because it's two yeah. characters. Man, that's, that's right. Uh, it is two characters. It is two characters. One point per character. Uh, will you quit saying that? You're... Well, you got neither of them right, so even if you could have gotten a point. Uh, Samantha and Carrie. 
That is correct yes. for two points. Fitz has two. It is all tied up going into this last question. And Fitz, this one comes to you. Ringtones are now a part of our lives. Uh, they're like the sound of an angel's harp. We're so familiar with them. And some are immediately recognizable. I'm going to play you a ringtone. You need to tell me what this ringtone belongs to. Play it again, please. One more time. Would that be uh, Apple's FaceTime? That is correct! Oh my wow. God! Fitz uses FaceTime! victory back yes. from the jaws of defeat. Fitz Man. wins with a score of 3-2. to two. We got a sore loser over there, Drew. Play him out. Sore I am loser. so mad. You did good, dude. All right, where's my song? Where's my song of inspiration? Fitz Happens Live. Welcome to Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Set our show as the number one button on your preset and just tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. Uh, Welcome, Drew. There's Tanner the Millennial. There's Jenna, my head of security. You know, Jenna, um, you've been working with me for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Started out as my intern. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you were the phone screener. You still yep. are. You still are the phone screener. Yep. And then I'm like, Jenna, you got to jump in front of a microphone. We need you on the show. Yep. Throughout all this time, I've got to learn a lot about you. A couple weeks ago, I learned something else about you. I learned that apparently men in tight pants disgust you. Y- yes. Everybody's talking about my tight pants. Got my tight pants. Got my tight pants on. Everybody's looking at my tight pants. Got my tight pants. Got my tight pants on. Now, when did it really hit you, your disgust with men in tight pants? Because I, I thought, like, you know, you used to love people who, who wore skinny jeans and stuff yeah, like that. Okay, I wear this, tight pants every okay, day. She's talking about this you. This whole, I'm sorry to say it, <laughs> no. but you guys have hit a whole new phase of skinny jeans. Like, it was okay when they were tighter and, you know, they showed off your guys' little tushes. But now you're going to an extreme of these such tight pants that it's like, you look like you're smuggling sausages in these sausage okay. casings. Like, it's it's insane. We went to that convention. All yes. these men couldn't even bend over to grab a fork or get some yeah. water because they couldn't bend over because their pants were so tight. The word uh, I think you're, you're thinking about using to describe those pants are called plum smugglers. This is beyond it. It's like I just couldn't understand. It's enough. I, I'm done this with really it. This really hurts Please. my feelings, Jenna. Well, you know what? You, you guys, I'm, I'm going to break it to you. You don't fit in the pants. Hey, what do you mean you guys? Are you pointing out Are you to all of us? Many men, they, you know, you wear Not the me. pants about halfway up on your tush and it doesn't even go all the way over your tush and they're so skin tight and you can't bend over or else you show something and I'm sorry, get pants and cover Girls your tush. Girls do the same thing. But, no. Wait okay. a minute. Do you or do you not have a cowboy butts drive me nuts bumper sticker on your truck? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on those the wranglers. Those are those are Wranglers. Those aren't. She's talking about like you know skinny jeans. Cowboy butts can't drive your nuts. If you uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cowboy butts can't drive you nuts if you're wearing a pair of skinny jeans. No. Is what you say. I guess I don't know the difference. Then. I just I feel like you could <laughs> right. do Where's better. Where's the line? The line is to Well, where... I think she's trying to tell you that's the problem. Yeah. She can, she can see all the lines. I can see the line. <laughs> yes. You can uh-huh. see the line. Um, and it's like they're just, they're, they don't even come up all the way and they're so skin tight. And it's like, don't you want a real pair of pants? Okay. You know, something you could wear a belt with? Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, do you agree? And specifically, ladies, 
are there too many guys out there trying to wear the skinny jeans and trying to fit too much junk inside of that itty bitty trunk? It's yes. All, it's all about Skinny Jeans Nation. Where's my song? Everybody's talking about my tight pants. Got my tight pants. Got my tight pants on. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Drew, standing by with the Tuesday reality check. I just want to touch the Olympics again for for people who are interested. Uh, the U.S. is we're sitting in about third place right now, but there's actually four teams in front of us because uh, while Netherlands, excuse me, while Norway is leading the games in medals right now, Germany, the Netherlands, and Canada are all you know real tangling around for second. They're trying to get second. The U.S. comes in right behind them. A little bit of an underperformance for our team to this point. Uh, just because we not only have the biggest Olympic team at the event, we have the biggest Olympic team, I think, in the history of Winter Olympics. How is the Flying Tomato, or what's his name? Sean White? Sean yeah. White. <laughs> that's Actually, what, they, that's what little, they call him, I think, the he, Flying he's, Tomato. He's doing really well, and okay. there, there's a little bit of a controversy because uh, some of the other competitors are saying he's getting preferential treatment from judges because Ooh. of his celebrity. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, check this out. Um, I found this interesting audio because North Korea has this huge cheer squad at the Olympics to support its athletes. Like, they brought, like, thousands of cheerleaders. And this is how they acted when their um, their team lost 8 to nothing in a hockey game. like pretty good cheerleaders to me. Yeah. R E R E B R E B O U N D rebound. That's uh right. Yeah, but your team's losing eight to zero. That's the why they're there mm-hmm. to cheer them on. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Sorry about that. Drew. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. Go ahead. Really, really tragic and sad story. Uh, a 38 year old mother of two and second grade teacher named Heather Holland in Weatherford, Texas, um, passed away from the flu on Sunday. Now, she actually just came down with the flu only a week earlier and was prescribed Tamiflu uh, by a doctor, but the medication was too expensive. She told her husband she didn't want to spend the $116 uh-huh. for the prescription, and unfortunately she went into septic shock. And and isn't it true she actually went to the doctor several times, right? O- yeah. Over her period with the uh, flu. But she just said she, she would rather not spend the money. Oh, it's no. just so sad that people, you've got to take care of yourselves and do whatever. I mean, if you got to stretch a little bit, do it. Just... This is such a bad flu season right now yes. that we're, I've been we're hit. hearing this stuff. I've been hit, I feel like, twice. One was food poisoning. Yeah. But, uh, and I had the flu shot, but... Uh, it I really know, knocked you out. Oh, it knocked me out good. Yeah. And and look, and it's still happening. You know, doctors are still... There's a, a warning for, you know, uh, for people uh, with this flu all mm-hmm. over our nation right now. we got to take this serious. Yeah, in cases like this, this is an otherwise healthy you know, happy young mother. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just children, elderly and, and uh, you know, compromised victims. It's everyone. Is it considered rude to just walk everywhere in a mask? Cause I'm about, I'm about, I'm about there. 
I'm almost there. I want to walk everywhere with those little masks. Right, right. Why not? I agree with you. I completely agree with yeah. you. I have a two-year-old in daycare. Oh, my god. And gosh. I am so stressed out because there's, like, elementary school kids mixed in with toddlers, yeah. mixed in with newborns. And I got her the flu shot, and I try everything to, like, disinfect her when she gets home. We wash our yes. hands when we get home. She takes a bath every night because it's, it freaks me out. And babies at school or daycare are just walking Petri dishes. They are. Yeah. And there you go. The Tuesday reality check. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what's trending right now. Um, Fifty Shades Freed. The latest chapter in the series opened with $137 million in the glo- in global ticket sales. $137 million. Everybody was making fun of Fifty Shades. I said, it's a beautiful movie. It's artistic and it's wonderful. Drew, our movie, our, our resident <laughs> movie guy on the show, mm-hmm. he hated Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. But hey, Drew, all I got to say is these numbers don't lie. But the- you have to remember what I said was, I know you're going to go see it if you're into the series. So yes. I'm not telling you not to go see it if you're a fan. I'm just telling you, don't go see it if, you, if you're not a fan what I said. The ladies love this series. I love this series. I, I do don't go to the movie theaters with some of my friends. Like <laughs> I don't go to them theaters, man. Well, some of my friends like make kind of an event where like Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, and then Fifty Shades Darker came out and like all the ladies mm-hmm. would go and they'd have cocktails. Yes. I found that to be kind of weird for me to be like watching that movie with all my sp- you know, why? friends. What's wrong that's, with that? That's what my girlfriend and I are doing on Valentine's well, Day. Well, that's yeah. YouTube, but that's not you and a whole bunch of friends you going to watch it. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I, I bet there are No, theaters. you should watch all the movies as well. Oh, yes, Let's yes, look that yes. up. I bet theaters are doing like a marathon on Valentine's Day. Of That's all a good movies. idea. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fun radio promotion. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> we get it done by tomorrow. In case anybody out there uh, wants to take it and run with it, come on. Go for it. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on. Let's see. Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. So my fellow Texan, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Um, a lot of people have congratulated uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Nick Foles on his stunning Super Bowl victory over the New England Patriots, but Matthew McConaughey took out a full-page ad in the newspaper to do it. Wow. And uh, uh, he wanted to congratulate his fellow Austin, Texas native properly, so he purchased just this massive full-page in Sunday's Austin American Statesman to say, from one local to another, congratulations, Nick Foles. Just all keep right, living. Just keep living. Man, he's so cool. That's a he's cool. So cool. That's a gesture that's a little bit of a throwback. Remember, that used to be a big thing when someone yeah. would pick out a full page out in the paper. Now yes. everyone's like, where do you get a newspaper at? Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool, though, to cool still gesture. be that cool and original. Yeah, but to come out on, excuse me. I don't know why I was chewing my ice right there. <laughs> but for that to come out on Sunday, you guys, yeah. in Austin. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Probably, probably a pretty penny for a Matthew McConaughey. All right, let's get to the bad. Apparently, Omarosa had to be hospitalized last Saturday after she had an asthma attack while doing a Big Brother stunt where she had to bowl after spinning around and getting dizzy, which is always crazy to do in the first place. I can't even say it. Yay! You should be so proud of yourself. Great job. Thanks, guys. I couldn't breathe. Hi. You okay? Don't die. At this point, it's really, really difficult to breathe. I knew that I was in trouble with my asthma. Drama queen, or is it legit situation? So you, you just never know with Amarosa. You never know with reality TV, but I, I do like that they basically use the music from the Halloween movie. Yeah. Now, this was bowling, correct? Yeah. 
But then I they made her lift it up. And, attack you know, and they Bola. spin you around. You, no, you hold spin on. around a whole bunch so you can't Any, stand up straight. People who have serious asthma, anything can trigger it. Mm-hmm. Like anything. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know if she has serious asthma, so I can't right. yeah. speculate. All right, finally, to the gossip we go. Carrie Underwood recently posted a photo showing only the right side of her face. Mm-hmm. The left side is still healing from last year's fall whenever she got stitches. Had to get over 50 stitches, and people are still wondering, wow, how bad was this injury? And I just want to say to Carrie... It's so sad that she's that she feels she needs to hide her face. Right. Yeah, I think her fans will support her no matter what. no matter if what. There's a big scar. Anything. Of course, scars we love you, are Carrie. sexy though. It's like yes, look, they at, are. I fell on my face, smashed it, and I lived. Like everybody likes a good story. <laughs> it happens live. live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. We are the show that does the troop salute, and today we are saluting First Sergeant Monique Denkins of the 201st Signal Company, 41st Signal Battalion, 1st Signal Brigade of the United States Army, Garrison at Yongsan, South Korea. Now, I know I just said a lot, so I'm going to let uh, our in-studio United States Marine kind of tell me what all that means, from Signal Company to the... 41st to the first signal. What does all that stuff mean? I was hoping you weren't going to come to me because I'm not 100% sure <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, what the Army Signal Company is exactly responsible for. I'm guessing it's comms. It might be communications. I mean, but, uh, but I guess like to say that First Sergeant Monique is of the 201st 41st first. What does that usually mean? Oh, that, that basically directs you to exactly which unit she is, which uh, part of the army she's in. Okay. Like you, you can break all that down to figure out exactly where in the order they are, her unit is. Oh, okay. First Sergeant Denkins always wanted to be a drill sergeant, and um, Denkins' hometown is Houston, and she's a single mom who wanted to ensure the best life for her son with a career in the military. She's had two tours in the Middle East, the first at Doha, Qatar, from June of 2001 to December of 2002, and the second to Camp Victory, Iraq, from 2005 to 2006. And off the battlefield, Denkins developed a soldier-civilian mentor program to get members of the company working together and, uh, you know, just to give her soldiers what they need to succeed. Another accomplishment in 2010 was getting through a cyber command readiness inspection that included accessing security of facilities and vulnerability of networks. It sounds so complicated. It's My mind is boggled right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, the inspection found no deficiencies. And uh, she was awarded an Impact Army Achievement Medal in July of 2010 for leading soldiers through the inspection. So definitely people that we need to protect our nation. She's reached her 20 years of service but says she is not ready to retire yet. She says it's still in my heart. And when I feel I can't help a soldier at all, then that's when it's time for me to take the boots off. Excellent. Excellent. I just hope that she continues to stay in until she's like 98. Yeah. (laughs) 
They're going to have to invent new ranks. Keep the boots on, Granny. (laughs) (laughs) Because we need people like you saluting First Sergeant Monique Dinkins of the United States Army. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to tell us uh, uh, about the soldier in your life or sailor, let us know. Facebook.com slash follow fits. What are we looking for? Well, we need, of course, their name, the branch they served in, when they served, rank achieved, any kind of medals, commendations, awards they received, what their job was in the military is really important. And then, you know, interesting service stories about things that might have happened to them while they were in. And don't forget about the Nuggets. I love the Nuggets. You know, like their brothers and sisters and their pets' names and like their favorite sports and, yeah, you know, hobbies and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. It's all the nuggets are, happy, are very, very important too. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash follow fits. This is the Fitz Show. And now, and now, the Fitz Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. <laughs> Welcome to Tuesday Schmooze Day, folks. <laughs> Do you know that I actually, um, Long, long time ago on radio, I had a boss who would, who would say, well, no, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's another Tuesday schmooze day on the radio. Oh, my Lord. Did you say that every even, Tuesday? Uh, every single Tuesday. It was a Tuesday schmooze day. Gross. So, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some news that did not make the news as I take you out of San Diego. Do you know what San Diego means? Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing the bit. San Diego. I, I was going to, but you made me nervous. You looked at me all with those nervous eyes. Out of San Diego. Stupid's what got you there. Um, a guy busted into a 7-Eleven in San Diego around 4.30 a.m. last Friday with a shotgun. He demanded the cash in the register, and the clerk gave it to him, and the guy left. But whenever he got to the parking lot... He realized that he had locked his keys in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So he had to break into his own car. Hey, (laughs) you got one choice here, and that's break your own window. He apparently cut his arm pretty bad trying to elbow that sucker out the glass. And um, he had the butt of a shotgun. Why didn't he just bust it out with that? Oh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there's blood. You know, I'm sure he elbowed it. I don't know. You know what, Drew? You're getting to the details now. <laughs> That's where it gets confusing. You know, if this guy was any smarter, he yeah. probably wouldn't be robbing a 7-Eleven at 4.30 exactly. in the morning. So the cops are trying to track him down. They say they're looking for a gray four-door car with the driver's window broken. They didn't catch him? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, my God. He also robbed an adult store the day before. So, I mean, this guy's loaded down with dirty magazines and, and some cash, apparently. <laughs> he's ready for a good time? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's on his way to Jenna's. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, Are we at page two yet? Yes. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'd like to provide you with a special Valentine's consumer watch. Uh, This is titled, Can You Smell the Love? Panera Bread just announced that anybody who proposes at one of their stores on Valentine's Day will have a chance to win free catering for their wedding. Oh! From Panera, not like some, you know, it's from Panera. Yeah. And so if you propose at Panera on Wednesday, make sure to post a picture on social media. Use the hashtag Panera Proposal Sweeps. And uh, so there you go. You, you could have some competition to win this prize. But, you, I mean, yo, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it that's is. That's a lot of 
bread bowls going around. Yeah. Totally worth it. I'm kind of upset about this because the line's already too long at my Panera. I don't want them all these <laughs> proposers in there like clogging up the line. I just want to get my sandwich and my soup. And get He's out. like, man, I just want my bread bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want my broccoli and cheddar. Ooh, that's Somebody yummy. give me my broccoli and cheddar. <laughs> Is that right, Drew? Yeah, all these proposers like taking knees in the aisle, slowing down the line. My question is, what are you doing alone on Valentine's Day in a Panera? He's getting his bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are You Getting Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Bits Happens. Bits Happens Live. Bits Happens Live. <laughs> oh, stop. I'm too. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's not Jenna. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do it again, Jenna. I can't do it. It just randomly comes out. I can't force it. Let's hear that clip one more time. Okay. (laughs) Well, now I just want you to kind of imagine... Sitting on a long plane flight, sitting by that, because my poor friends, I don't know how y'all got seated with Jenna. I offered to sit by Jenna, although I had to have the extra leg room. Yes, I understand that. Um, I tried to strategically move my seat before boarding to get away from her, and it put me right next to her. Like, I can't win. I can't get away. Okay. So, uh, Jenna, I just want you to understand that the way Drew and Tanner described flying with you, I mean, it, it like was complete horror panic it was awful mm-hmm. uh please tell me that there were you did a few not... moments i'm not yeah. gonna lie can i explain one but of those moments real quick i can't believe some of the things y'all told me about some of the things that jenna said yeah on the plane you're lucky they didn't okay, kick so you off the plane the one thing i messed up on was when we were boarding the plane like we were on a commuter flight where you know you might see the same people where you flew somewhere and then you're coming back and you see the same people. I'd never experienced oh, that before, so gosh. I not listen to. Oh my god! I look around. Oh my god. And I was like, oh my god! There's people on this plane that I've seen before. <laughs> this is like Final Destination. Oh, 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 and if you don't know people, that is a plane crash movie. Final yes. Destination's a plane crash yeah. movie. She kept saying it until people finally said. Please stop saying that. Did like, somebody, a guy stood up and said, please stop saying that. Did somebody really say yes. that? Yes. I Jenna. said it twice. I didn't Why even... would you say that on an airplane? Well, that movie's... Like that. It's done that... really well, and you know, he... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ended well for everybody, right? Yeah, the plane crash was so realistic. She also yeah. grabbed my... So I was sitting in front of them, and she grabbed my hair, started yanking it, started pulling me back on the seat, and went, oh, turbulence! <laughs> turbulence! <laughs> the best part of it all. See, can I pause real quick? A lot of people don't believe us, like when we say Jenna has, well, I, we'd call manic moments or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you do, and you have got to uh, expunge some energy. <laughs> <laughs> Even if, obviously, you're at 35,000 feet. Okay, so the worst part of this whole adventure yeah. was I must have expunged some energy and not right. noticed because all of a sudden I looked down and there was honey everywhere on the ground. Oh, my God. And I was like, who no, brought wait, wait. honey? It was a sticky no, listen, let, let nightmare me fill the story in because I was sitting right next to her. So she's reaching around. She's digging in her seat. She keeps reaching in her seat. She's messing with her stuff over and over again, which is annoying. And then she goes, oh, oh, gross, there's something sticky under here. And she calls the flight attendant over. She's like, do you have something? Like, there's something sticky all over the bottom of my seat, and I need to. So the flight attendant gives her some wet wipes. And 
15 minutes later, yeah. she's digging through her bag. She goes, oh, my jar of honey broke up. She had honey with her the whole time, and she didn't know where the sticky stuff came from. First of all, how they even let you get that on the plane? And why did you have honey with you? Well, because I bought some in the souvenir shop. I oh. found this really good vodka and then some really good honey. And I was like, I'll bring it home to my oh, mom wow. and my grandma. And so I thought, you know, like honey from a different state, you yeah. know, would be cool. And it just went really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, she also, like you said, fighting you for storage space as well. Yeah, well, she brought so much stuff on the plane. Right. And I don't bring anything on. I walk on with just me and, like, my headphones and my phone. And then she starts trying to cram all this garbage under her seat. She goes, hey, can I have some of your storage space? Uh-huh. I said, no, that's where my feet go. <laughs> all right. So, wait. You did. Ha- right, so, you were directly by her. Tanner, you were in the seat in front of her. I was right in front of oh, her. Oh, and yeah. I took my shoes yeah. off in that offended <laughs> view. <laughs> yes. Gross. Too bad they don't have that chair like you have out in the hallway on the airplane. <laughs> hey, can we just put her on the wing? <laughs> this happens. Lies. You know that Tuesday is the most depressing day of the week. What up? Feel alive, everybody. This is the Fit Show. Step up to the plate. This happens live. Special shout out to uh, our P1s, uh, those who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. Thank you so much. Set it and forget it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Just tune us in, turn it up, keep it on. Um, just want to introduce you to Drew, and there's Jenna, my head of security, and there's 21 year old Tanner the Millennial. On Tuesdays and Fridays, we do the um, battle rap of the week. Oh right? man, oh man. Got another day, got another beef. Another day, another beef. Another day, another beef. Can yes. we make that a hashtag? Yes, another day, another beef. So, and by the way, we've been getting a bunch of people giving us some awesome some suggestions on things that we should be battle rapping too. Yeah, and we've been getting a lot of this specific topic from people my age. Millennials are mad about Snapchat. They just update it, made it. 10 million times more simple, and we just want our Snapchat back. How, how You know what? I love Snapchat right now. It's the way it needs to be. I don't think so. Okay. It, it, it really wrecked my heart when they changed it. So, by the way, in case you don't know, Tanner the Millennial turns into his alter um, ego, Vanilla Bean, and then does the battle rap. Uh, you, want, you want a beat? Yeah, give me something good. Now, can I have some uh, help here? Can you guys go, snap, chat. Uh, snap, chat. Snap, chat. Snap, chat. Snapchat. Snapchat. What's up with that? Yeah. Snapchat. You're getting whack. You come around here. Changing things. So crazy. You're like Stranger Things. Snapchat. I used to love you. Snapchat. I put nobody above you. Instagram is still in your game. Snapchat. You're insane. You've lost so many users. You can't be a chooser. Now Snapchat. You want that go on or off? Off. You're a loser. <laughs> Snapchat. You had a good thing going. Now Vanilla Bean is sitting here moaning. I used to care about my Snap streak. Yo, Snapchat. Your future is bleak. Puppy dog filter. It was my favorite, but Instagram already recreated it. <laughs> Man, you can't compete. You lost the kids. Like fine with. Those short vids, millennials are jumping ship. Snapchat, it looks like you're not hip. Oh, oh, oh. the ultimate insult. Vanilla <laughs> 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 bean out. Oh, dang. 
Can we talk about some of these changes real quick? Sure. To the rap or to the Snapchat? Because <laughs> I like the part where you start singing there. I mean, I just want to know why you're so mad at Snapchat because I've really been enjoying it lately. And, and I think it's easier to like, uh, if you want to post videos from your Snapchat to your Instagram stories, it's so easy. The way you save it and just do it over? Yeah. Well, the part I'm mad about is like look, actually looking at people's stories. It all comes into the way you like do your messages now. As confusing as that sounds, okay. it's confusing to me too. I don't too. even understand. Right, well, like, actually watching yeah, stories right. is confusing. Take us out with an ad lib line. It's it's a, a secret bonus track. <laughs> all right, right now to continue to take us out. You ready? About your situation. Snapchat. Wow. You get an old. Snapchat. You make me want to grow mold. Yeah. This is The Fit Show, live. Hold it. Stand by. I have an unknown contact. Are you ready? Uh, Right now, I want you boys to scream real loud. Get it on! Yeah, yeah, you like that, don't you? You love that show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. What did you just say? What, don't you hear good? I thought today was Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday! What time is it? It's showtime. It's the Tuesday Fit Show. This is better than a glass of wine on a Tuesday. And I'm kind of not sure how to feel right now. Come and listen in to the radio station. You're listening to the Fit Show nationwide. All right, everybody, what have we learned today for Tuesday, February 13th, 2018? And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know. What what uh, what did you pick up from the show? Here's what I learned. I think it was during the What Are You Kidding Me stories. I learned that if you propose at Panera Bread on Valentine's Day, that they might cater your wedding for free. Wow. And you have to use the hashtag Panera Proposal Sweeps. But, I mean, that's a big deal. You know how expensive weddings are? Yeah. That's a lot of broccoli cheddar. Mm. That's a lot of it's a lot of those bread bowls, <laughs> and um, I know how expensive because I had to pay for uh, my uh, my own wedding, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I know Did a you lot guys of use Panera. Tanner, I don't know if the promotion was going on then, but thank you for for asking. <laughs> Anytime, Fitz. <laughs> Maybe I will next time. <laughs> <laughs> Always the second round. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned some very sad news that Tanner's sweet uh, kitty cat Chester just left us. He left the earth. Uh, he passed away, what, on the weekend? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you care if we do a little Chester memorial service on the air for him? I would love to. Cool. I, I, maybe we can get a little soundtrack for him yeah. to send with him to the other side. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. We love that little baby. <laughs> yeah, me too. Stop. You guys are getting me all choked <laughs> no, up. No, he's, he's all right. He's, he's good. Mm-hmm. He is... Heavenly peace. All right. What, go ahead, Tanya. I learned that Jenna's the worst person to sit by on an airplane. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yes. No honey everywhere. Stroke she was talking about Final Destination, the movie where an airplane goes oh, down. She was shaking stop, the guy's chair in front stop. of him and shouting turbulence. Jeez. <laughs> that guy was Tanner. And he yeah. needed him. All right, Jenna, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned from Fitz that a study says that if you get married on Valentine's Day, there's a great chance that you will get divorced within the three years of being married. Yeah, so don't get married on Valentine's Day. Now, wait, it's, it's cursed. Does it just apply to getting married? Because what if I want to get? Uh, what if I want to propose at Panera? Is that, am I clear? I'm only oh, in you're it. fine then. I am only in it for the bread bowls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do it at if Panera Bread, there's no curse. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, have a great day. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow, okay? Uh, my name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah.